Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's wall, it's Dr. Weasel, who, with Advic Goose, irritates all the heavenly hosts with his incessant cosmic DIY. Last time, after time ramming the pursuing unit ship, the Weasdis crashed out of time and space to rural Amble Ridge. Leaving his injured companion and damaged craft behind, the Time Weasel soon discovered that his idyllic countryside location concealed his metallic foes, who proceeded to wreak a terrible vengeance on the local populace. Can there be any escape for our heroes in Part 5 of The Hunt Through Infinity? <laughs> Doctor? Doctor? He's left the flipping door open. Let him left me behind, the cat. Although I suppose I should be grateful not dare for all that time-ripping business. Well, that figure, chum, you knew one day it would come to this. You're going to have to work out what's going on yourself. And... Doctor! You look a sweaty mess. Ah, uh, thanks. Um, a million. Ghosts. Glad you're not dead. Uh, um, look, no time to explain. The units are outside. What? I thought you'd manage to smash their ship into a billion bitty pieces. I managed to damage it, yes, and I think, um, with any luck, those dangerous llama beasts outside have just kicked one of the units to death. But now, most of them are still alive and kicking. They don't have legs, just teeny tiny balls to roll on. Oh, that sounds painful. Uh, no, I was speaking figuratively, Advic. Look, I don't want to do this because uh, the Weezus is barely functioning, but we need to get out of here. Make the units try and pursue us. Otherwise, I think they're going to kill half this planet in a bit of a hissy fit. Attention, Commander! The Weasdis is dematerializing! I have secured a partial lock on that Artronic signature! I can't care! Will this enable us to track their destination? Affirmative! But the signal is rapidly decaying! Our chances of effective pursuit are reducing by the click-on! We must return to the UTC immediately and ambush them! But, Commander! We have lost a quarter of our forces, and in addition, our vessel is heavily damaged. A victory is uncertain if we directly engage them in further combat. Unit victory is assured. Your logic is flawed, drone trooper, and you will be obliterated. Commander, I must object! So fall all flawed units. Scientist unit attention, I am returning to the UTC alone. Report on your progress. Commander, our vessel will not be flight capable for at least 50 click-ons. I regret this may make following the enemy time vessel problematic. However, I have modified our remaining shield emitters into a crude time-disrupting projectile. Explain. What will this disruptor do? How will it aid in our TOTAL VICTORY? With the tracking information the drone trooper unit gathered before its obliteration, I will be able to launch a projectile into the time vortex, where it will adversely affect the enemy time vessel. While they recover from this attack, we will gain sufficient time to complete our repairs and give chase. That is satisfactory. Launch the Time Disruptor Projectile!
So I take it from all this soot everywhere that the Weezus has taken a right old kicking, but uh, right as rain now, Doctor? Oh, you're sort of right, Alvik. Um, yes, the old girl's flight capable, but I really, really need to put her down somewhere quiet for a while and do some manual repairs. A decade or two would be good. Um, but you can't trust everything to the auto repair, or it'll end up deleting rooms, and I need to... Avic! Brace yourself! Why do I ever need to do that? Oh, Grublox, they've hit us with some kind of primitive vortex torpedo. No! The navigation safety interlocks are blown! Oh, and my pioneer thrush has fallen off the monitor. It's a total catastrophe. So, what you're saying is, you're alright, and I'm going to go crazy. Do something about it, you stupid weasel. Look, they might just have gotten lucky, and yes, yes, without the interlocks working, we could just as easily materialize inside a star, or the center of a planet. That's terrible. It's the sort of thing that could drive us insane. Our tiny linear minds aren't designed to cope with such things. That's just it, Avic. We've landed somewhere already. Hmm. Looks like a planetoid in a retrograde orbit around. Oh no! A strange star. Yes, Doctor. I do have a badge for mathematical excellence, and I do understand the premises of simple logic. No, Avic, you don't understand. Not a strange kind of star, a strange star. A star made out of strange matter. They're pretty rare, which is just as well as they put out all kinds of weird space-time disrupting gravitational waves, anti-quantum fluctuations, and generally grub-lock anything near them. We time weasels tend to avoid them like the space plague. Problems? Like what, for example? Oh, this is easily disaster plus apocalypse with a side-serving of catastrophe. Thing is, even in a hostile environment like this, we'd normally be okay. But after all the extra crashing the Weezus has done lately, her chronal shielding's a bit on the fritz. Which means some of the space-time fluctuations might leak in here, and that'll cause all kinds of problems. So, and I'm asking this just to clarify matters, on a scale of one to disaster... Well, causality for one. You know, cause and effect. A is followed by B, which is followed by C. Thanks, Zarquette. We're safe on terra firma, then. So, what makes this star a bit strange, then? Does it glow a funny colour like vermilion? Oh, well done, that goose. The thing is, here, this close to a strange star, A might be followed by F, which is then followed by J, and then A makes an encore appearance. Okay, then, I understand. They're heckish important, and we need to fix them sharpish-like before we land. Ah, uh, well, there you're wrong, Advic. You'll see, as a time weasel, I'm able to perceive linear and non-linear time quite easily. Why, almost as simply as you would open a book or take a photograph of your dinner. I thought you said no one had those vortex torpedo things anymore. Uh, and I take it the safety interlocks are important? Ah, oh, don't worry, I have been. I've been slowly adjusting the chronal shield, pumping in the auxiliary power supply to compensate for all these strange harmonics, which means we should have normality back at any... Oh. Moment. 
Google, what's up to me? Why is everything moving so slowly? Darn it. Almost. Maybe if I cut the comb so lightly with the sonic mallet. To be better? Over like a badly torrented music file. And this is supposed any sense at all. Help me, Doctor. Time's skipping all quickly before I've stopped making... Oh. How's that? Feeling more... more or less normal? Uh, since... Uh, yes, I am. Thanks, Zarquette, indeed. Okay, Doctor. Now what do we do? Well, while you were bouncing around the local time field, I've managed to jerry-rig the safety interlocks with a paperclip I found in my back pocket. Um, they're not going to survive a long hop through time or anything, but uh, I think we can probably... Yes! Right, okay. I think I can find us a quiet backwater planet nearby to set down on. Um, let's see what the Galactopedia has for us. Okay, there are three places in range we could limp to. Death Terroria? Oh, no thanks. Hellfirus? Oh, hell no. Aha! Cyborus is a temperate, humanian-compatible world, covered largely in arboreal forests, with semi-intelligent and entirely peaceful primitive hominids, whose all interests are gathering the abundant local fruit and procre- Oh, oh, oh dear. And what? And tell me they like waging ceaseless war against all other species. No, it says they spend a long time having uh, special cuddles with each other. Well, so long as they don't try and monkey with me, I have no problem. Ah, uh, don't worry, Abvik, I don't think anyone's going to threaten your virtue. And anyway, beggars can't be choosers. It's either Sabarius or nowhere. In which case, I guess I'll go break out my safari suit. And as the Weezis limps towards the tree-covered world of Cyborus, we must ask, have the Doctor and Advic finally escaped the dwindling unit time pursuit squad? Or has this just been a temporary stay of execution? And could you make sense of what Advic was saying when he was shifted out of time sequence? Maybe you need to listen to this week's episode all over again. And again. And again. And make again. sure you do leave some time to come back and for again. part six of Doctor Weasel and the Hunt Through Infinity. Doctor Weasel is a Weasel Tell Your Enterprise production starring Randall Weasel and Doctor Weasel, Kim the Goose, as Abbey Goose.